0: The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with New York Times bestselling author, motivational speaker, and celebrity dentist, Dr. Bill Dorfman. Let me introduce you to my friend, Mark. Mark Wahlberg is an actor, producer, businessman, former model, rapper, songwriter. He has more jobs than me. And originally, his stage name was Marky Mark. In his early career, he was the front man for the group Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. In his early music career, Mark Wahlberg transitioned into acting with his screen debut in the Renaissance Man, then Fear, then Boogie Nights, and Planet of the Eights, then the Italian Job. He continued working and working. He got two Academy Award nominations for one in the, the Departed, one in The Fighter. He also starred in The Other Guys, Daddy's Home, Ted, and Ted's sequel, The Transformers, he has um, Daddy's Home 2, All the Money in the World, love that one, back, last one, and soon to be released, Mile 22. He is also the executive producer of four HBO series, and he's the co-owner of Wahlburgers, and has a chain of co-stars in reality TV series, and the series all about the Wahlburgers. It is with great pleasure that I introduce you to my friend, Mark Wahlberg.
1: Hey guys. We
0: are so excited you're here. Man. I'm excited to be here.
1: What a road, huh? some energy in this room
0: yeah so people are gonna
1: make things happen in the future that's exciting to me that's inspiring to me I appreciate that I need a little boost today I was getting a little overwhelmed with all the stuff I got going on but it reminds me if you work hard you can accomplish anything so how did it all start Mark what was the very first
0: thing you did that kind of paved the way for you getting into the career that you're doing now
1: Well, it's been a long story. I wouldn't say it was one kind of thing that kind of either motivated me or changed the course of my life. I've been, you know, I've always been a kind of hustler. I always had this entrepreneurial spirit. Unfortunately, I grew up in a pretty bad area. Youngest of nine kids was distracted from school, from drugs, gangs, things of that nature. Uh, So I made some poor choices early on, but I always had the desire to do something positive. Um, and certainly after being incarcerated, that woke me up. That was a big wake-up call. I like my freedom. I like to be able to come and go as I please. Um, and so once I started really applying myself and working hard and doing the right thing, good things started happening for me. And that was addictive. And that was something that really motivated me to just keep going and going. And uh, you know, I had, had an opportunity to be in music before, uh, kind of walked away from that. Uh, and then when my brother became successful, he came back after I, I'd gotten out and got my life back on track and got me a record deal. And I had no interest in being in movies, but I loved movies. Uh, it was something that I really enjoyed and shared with my dad. Uh, he was a truck driver and a teamster and, you know, worked really hard just to put food on the table for his nine kids. And he had five kids from a previous marriage I didn't find out about until when I was grown up, which was interesting. But uh, my dad was my hero. He worked really hard and he would drive trucks and deliver school lunches. And between that, when I was home and I was the youngest, he would then take me to movies. Most of the movies that he took me to weren't age appropriate, but I just found myself in awe of these kind of screen presents that re- really reminded me of my dad. Blue-collar, hardworking, sometimes anti-hero characters. But I-, I loved it. And then when I started becoming successful in music, Penny Marshall said, Hey. You should be an actor. And I said, well, I don't want to be an actor, but I love movies. And next thing you know, she had me auditioning for a film that I auditioned for five different roles, campaigned to get the part, flew out here, screen test myself. And once I had that movie experience, I couldn't imagine doing anything else.
0: Now, a lot of musicians try to make that transition and there are very, very few that actually do it. Penny Marshall, who you guys don't know, was iconic comedian and then became a producer and a director and and, and did a lot of work. She was Laverne and Shirley was her her first hit. Um, But what was it that you did that prepared you to make that transition from, you know, rapper, singer to actor? Well,
1: it, was, it's, it's, it wasn't an easy thing. Uh, it was pretty taboo then to try, for a musician to, try, musician to try to be an actor. Um, but since then, obviously, a lot of people have succeeded in it. I think uh, Will Smith, myself, and Ice Cube were kind of the first to do it. But what I did is I said, OK, I'm going to do play parts that are as far away from who people think I am as possible and just take on small roles find really good roles that will help me grow as an actor and being in it for the long haul, you know, saying, okay, if this is something that I want to do I have to be really specific about the parts that I pick. And, uh, you know, I just took great parts with, with great people and continue to grow. And it was, you know, it was, it was kind of having that marathon versus a sprint kind of attitude and knowing that, you know, if I wanted to build it, if it took 20 years, it was fine. What, so it was funny because like I never,
0: classes or anything like that. I
1: never took any acting classes, but I would do anything to prepare. You know, it's like um, and I, again, I grew up watching all these great actors. So I would go and study film um, and anytime like I would be in a room with Penny, Penny Marshall or Bill Paxson and they'd say, so who are your favorite actors or what are the favorite movies that you've ever seen? And I started mentioning names like Edward G. Robinson, John Garfield, Robert Ryan, Jimmy Cagney, Steve McQueen. I'm like, how do you know these guys? And I was like, well, these are the guys that my dad introduced me to. So I was kind of old school in that way. I uh, really loved the history of film. But there isn't anything that I wouldn't do to prepare. Like I was watching the, the clips and I was watching um, the the clip from Gambler where I play a professor, an English lit professor. And uh, people are like, you're going to play an English lit professor. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna study and become the part. And so while I was shooting Transformers, I spent six months and I would go and meet with literary professors at the University of Michigan and all these places and sit in on classes and come here to UCLA sitting in on classes and lectures and stuff. People are like, what's he doing here? But you know, you have to become the part. You have to play the part and you have to try different yeah. things.
0: And I love that you're saying this because there are things that we pound in these kids' heads like successful people do the things that unsuccessful people are not willing to do. And you went one step above and beyond. What would you say, like looking back, was like your big break? Like if you had to say this was my big break, what would that be?
1: Uh, You know, obviously, perception wise within the media or the film world, people would say it was Boogie Nights, right? Um, But brilliant in that. Did you guys see that? Okay. Watch it. That being said it's it's based in and around the pornography world. So maybe you don't want to watch it, but that's now they're old enough. uh, But I think, you know, it was, it was a number of things. I think the movie with Penny and then um, basketball dies with Leo, with Leonardo DiCaprio, where he didn't want me for the part. And I didn't think he was right for the part. And we both kind of had to kind of learn to really kind of respect each other and we, and we earned it and it was a great bond. And him, him uh, recommending me to James Foley for the part in fear. Uh, when I still hadn't had a movie out, um, so Boogie Nights and then The Fighter. You know, I think the the thing is. And my wife said, like, you don't have to wake up every morning at 3.30. I'm like, no, I do. I got a lot that I need to accomplish before everybody else wakes up. And I work harder now than I did when I first started. I've actually wor- learned to work harder and be more focused and more disciplined, which allows me to multitask and and to be on top of all the different things that I'm doing, whether it's in the sports nutrition business, the beverage business, uh, now into you know all types of different things, creating our own content platform, uh, Unrealistic Ideas, which is a new company that we just launched, I'm just going to do physical production stuff as well as, uh, you know, um, just tons of stuff going on. But it's the work. And you know what? It's the people who have the talent and have the gifts, but they don't want to put in the work. They take it for granted. I was always the reason why I got into producing film and television was because I was constantly waiting for the guy who was supposed to be the guy to pass on the script. So I just started developing my own material and I wasn't waiting for anybody else. You know, I'm more hungry and more driven than I've ever been. And, uh, you know, I guess it's just coming from where I come from and always being at a slight disadvantage um, and at least having that attitude. But if I worked twice as hard as everybody else, I felt like I could always accomplish my goals. And if I didn't, because, you know, you don't win every time. It's hard. You know, if you're batting 500 in the business that I'm in, you're doing fantastic. You know, those are Hall of Fame numbers. But it's like it's never for lack of effort. You're always trying. You're always taking a big swing. And for something to be successful, it takes a lot of other things to kind of fall into place. You know, once you make a movie, it's a studio's job to go out there, and market it, educate the, 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 you know, the, the, the consumer on what the material is and all that stuff. And there's a lot of competition out there. You know, people have, can choose many different ways to spend their time. So to be able to get their time, attention, spend their good hard-earned dollars buying a ticket and sitting in a theater for two hours, you know, it's, it, it's a lot to get to that place.
0: If you had to pass on like words of the wise to these to these young students and say,
1: you guys, this is what you need to do to be successful. What is the this? Uh, well, I think it's a lot of things. it depends. I mean, I'm looking at a lot of people that could probably be our great leaders in the future in many different areas of life. And uh, that's inspiring to me. You know, um, people that are, you know, in the middle of the summer, they're here, they're focused, they're talking about how they can get better at whatever they want to do and committed to working. That's that's really inspiring to me. Like my son, who's a football player, you know, he um, he had to go to summer school this year because he wants to play Fortnite. Right. He does not want to go to school. He doesn't want to do his homework, but he can't play football. So he had to go to Loyola this summer and uh, he finished. And I was really proud of him. Now I got to convince him to do his summer reading and his project before we go on vacation which is going to be a really uphill battle, but I'll give him more time on Fortnite and he'll do the, he'll do the work. But that being said, he had, a, he had a piece of paper in his bag and it was from the teacher. He won an award, a certificate for the most improved out of the entire program. And it was like crumbled up in his bag. I was like, dude, what's going on? And he was, my wife had seen it. So of course she runs up, gives him the remote control. You know, he didn't even have breakfast yet. But I went upstairs and I was like, who gave you that remote? And he was like, I'm not telling, I'm not a snitch. I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, I won't be mad at you. I've got actually a bigger thing to talk to you about if you just tell me. And it took me 10 minutes to pry out of him that it was his mom who gave him the remote. And then I was like, dude, let me just be happy with these tears in my eyes and know how proud I am of you and that you can accomplish anything you want. Because you did the work. Even if it meant being able to play football, not having to get up at 8 o'clock in the morning go to summer school. But put, guys, put in the work. I'm telling you. You put the work in. You keep your head down. You stay focused. I tell... I'm friends with a lot of athletes and a lot of guys who have great talent and gifts, and they've been gifted with these talents, and then they're gifted with $150 million contracts, but they don't achieve their full potential, right? Work hard, do the right thing. you have plenty of time to have fun. Trust me, life is really short. You think, oh, my God, you know, this sucks. Trust me, put in the work. I had to go get back and get my diploma at 42 years old. And I was literally asking my 14 and 12 year old for tips in math and different things. And I'm pretty successful at what I do, but it was important to me. And it was also kind of embarrassing that I had to tell my kids, you know, oh, dad didn't go to school. Or, or even easier for them to say, well, dad, you didn't go to school and you're really successful. Why do I have to? And it was one of my biggest regrets. So it was also one of my crowning achievements. Forget the Oscar nominations and all that stuff to be able to go back, get my diploma, earn it the hard way. And now, hopefully, you know, I can go and attend business school in the future and do other things with my life. But you put in the work, I'm telling you, put in the work and then promise you'll give me a job later on. Okay? Uh, I- Honestly,
0: I have such great respect for you um for the things you do, and you're a great dad. You're a family man. You know, you've taken on you know Wahlburgers, you know, producing, acting, all this stuff. How do you balance that? I mean, that's
1: the real trick, right? How do you balance all that? Clean living, clean living. Me, I'm personally, I think the thing that keeps me most grounded and focused is my faith. So I get up in the morning. While everybody's asleep, I read my prayer book. I go in, spend 15 minutes in prayer, and then I just get after it. You know, I go to the gym. I feel like, wow, I I can accomplish anything. I I think about and reflect on where I come from and where I'm at. Uh, Not in the success in business, just in life. And uh, and you know, all I've ever wanted to do is really to kind of be. A good servant to God, a good father, husband, son, friend, brother, a neighbor, a leader to people that look to me as an example, because, you know, come from the inner city and there's a lot of kids that are at risk and and need, uh, you know, to know that if they work hard, they can accomplish something other than what's outside their door. Um, But then I'm just I'm focused. I'm blessed. I know that I've been put in this position for a reason. And if I go and mess it up. And it's not yeah, going to be And good. you know,
0: the other thing is in your earlier days, yeah, you had a lot of problems. You were with the wrong people. And I noticed one thing about you from, you know, treating you and your family for so many years. You surround yourself with people that are great, that, are, that you trust, that you know, like, you know, like Ricky and all these guys. These are people that you've like grown up with, you know, yeah. and you surround yourself with a great team of people. And that's, I think, a really important thing as well.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I uh, I, I'm pretty intuitive in that you kind of recognize the people that have your best interest at heart and are just good people and somebody that maybe if it's somebody that just needs a boost. And, you know, my wife's always like, God, you and your friends. I'm like, hey, I couldn't make it without them, you know, and I'm really fortunate. But also with business, making sure, you know, now that I'm doing so many other things, really having good people in my life that are Focus, serious, smart adults in these particular spaces and to go and get the job done. You know, you got, always got to have the right person in the right seat. Yeah,
0: that's awesome.
1: So we have three LEAP students that
0: would like to ask you questions. Um, can you guys come on sure. up? Uh, Gianna, I'll give you the microphone first. Hi, my name is Gianna and I'm from New Jersey. Um, my question for you is, because you're such an outstanding and successful actor that's been interviewed many times in your life, what's the one question that you wish people would ask you?
1: I don't have so much have the question that I, people wish they would ask me. It's always the questions I don't want them to ask, you know? I mean, I've talked about some things so many times, but um, usually when I'm being interviewed, I'm kind of focused on talking about what I want to talk about. You know, it's like I'm on a press junket. I have things that are extremely important to me and the messages that I want to get out there. But most of the time, you know, people want to kind of hear about the same kind of funny story if you're on like a talk show or something, you know, you have a certain opportunity to talk about the project that you're promoting. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of questions that I, I'd i rather not be asked, but yours was not one of them. So thank you.
0: Thank you. Thanks. Can you pass that on
1: to Miles? Uh, hey. Um, I just wanted to know, uh, as someone who sees what they do as very um, creative and divergent, just as uh, you do, um, and you balance so many things, how do you find the uh, the the motivation, not the inspiration, because inspiration is almost so, so spontaneous and, and, and random. How do you find the motivation, the consistency to do what you do on a daily basis? Uh, you know, it's, it's just hard. I, I don't know. It's just embedded in me. You know, it's just one of those things where it's like, I hurt like I hurt my arm and I wasn't able to kind of work out and do my other, you know, like even like playing golf, it helps me to kind of just get focused and get away from everything for and connect with nature for like two hours. You know, and I do that really early in the morning, too. So it's good to kind of get my thoughts. Like I, I, when I was down and couldn't do the things that I'm used to doing, I, I started to finally feel depressed and I never get depressed, you know, I'm, you know. But um, but no, I just kind of instilled in me and just, you know, and maybe it's because of where I come from and I've never really gotten comfortable with that. I've always and always been prepared that if I had to go back, that I'd be welcomed back with open arms because I've always given back and earned that respect uh, from the places that I came from. You know, uh, one of the hardest things ever when I got out of trouble was not being in the gang anymore because I still lived in the same neighborhood. It wasn't like, okay, well, I can move to Beverly Hills. So now I had to walk from the train station to my house every day and see all my guys on the corner. And if I wasn't with them, I was kind of against them. And, uh, you know, now to be able to have earned their respect, um, the ones that are still alive or that aren't incarcerated that I'm still in contact with um, is a good thing. But, you know, I think, yeah, my background, you know, where I came from and I don't know, I just, I know that I've been put in this position for a reason. I got to motivate myself, others, inspire others to to work hard and achieve their goals and, you know, be a good example. Thank you. I like the M, Miles. I used to wear everything with an M. Even people would be like, why are you wearing a Michigan hat? I'm like, well, because it's an M. It's not for Michigan. (laughs) It's for Mark. All right, this will be our last one. Hi, uh, my name is Isabel, and uh, so you went through a lot growing up, as you were kind of telling us, and you became such a multi-dimensional being. Um, I know you said to just put in the work, right? What are some other steps that you took to get to the place that you are now? Uh, Well, again, I think, like I said earlier, when I refocused my faith, started putting the time in, going to church, reading, um, you know, just becoming more disciplined. And those things really kind of helped me focus and when I started doing good things, good things started happening for me, whether it's giving back, helping others, creating opportunity for other people, good things started to happen. So the work is like, you gotta find new and different ways to, to make improvements to yourself, you know, to go out there and work hard um, and just be willing to go put in more time than everybody else, you know, at whatever you're doing, you know, understanding, I don't know if you, if you are interested in film or business, you know, understanding the origins of those businesses, you know, and how things have progressed and, and understanding where things are going in the future. You know, it's, it's, it becomes easy because it becomes rewarding, you know, at least for me anyway, it was like, wow, it, it, it being successful and sometimes when, even when the things ultimately didn't turn out the way that I wanted them to, I still felt like a sense of accomplishment and that made me feel successful. And that, you know, the work is paying off. Again, it's, it's nobody is ever, like, completely undefeated. Uh, but the losses make you stronger. You know, the is, disappointments make you work harder. So, yeah, I think, you know, the kind of overall mantra is put in the work, but the work entails, like, you know, 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year.
0: Thank awesome. You. Thank you so much. Let's give it up for Thank Mark Robert. Appreciate it. To learn more about The Leap Foundation, go to LeapFoundation.com or find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Leap Foundation, on Instagram at Leap Foundation, and on Twitter at Leap Los Angeles.